My MO, I'm steady fighting failure. Remember where I was at when Tower 7 fell? I don't think that was a danger to mankind, and now they face a hell in the cell. Going to see the Undertaker if it's a chance that he tell. All right. Episode two of something I'm very proud of being able to bring together as far as myself, who this, of course, from something spectacular, from the Mighty Healthy Podcast, from the YouTube channel, everything I've done so far. This right here is one of my crowning achievements as far as not just being able to talk wrestling, but not the nerdy Mark, hated, but you still watch it every week religiously and TiVo it, whatever, too, just to shit on it. but. Now I get to collab with not just a wrestler, but a wrestler I consider a friend, hence the title of the podcast, My Friend, comma, The Wrestler. Episode two, myself, who this again? Catch me on all the socials. Who this is on IG, Twitter, this, D-I-S-S, by the way. Joined every episode by, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, soon to be enough in the process building as we speak right now. He is none other than from Brooklyn, as we'll also be able to introduce something he'll be able to add on, the third leg, per se, for this episode's sake, Super Nitro. What's going on, everybody? What's going on, brother? And a special, special add-on, you know, Nitro will be able to give his thing properly as far as the socials and the tags and such, but for this episode, the third leg, now we can add on to my friend, the wrestler, the wrestler can add on my brother, who's also a wrestler. Welcome, everybody. JT Riddick. What's going on, everybody at home? Hope everyone's safe and uh, being sanitized. <laughs> and washing your ass. I and think that's yes, 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 washing your ass. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Starts down there. It keeps progressing up here, and it transfers all over to China. And that's where it all mm-hmm. stems from. But that's conspiracy talk. So, you know, you can always leave that Pretty as much. a picture. <laughs> <laughs> So I just wanted yeah. to give. Uh, of course, a, you know. Again. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Nacho. No, no, no. Just saying, like piggyback off what you're saying. Yeah, of course, my brother down here, JT Riddick, NEW Tag Champions, of course. By the way, holding them strong. By the way, continuing reign. Yeah, I mean, yeah, continuing you know, the just, reign, and when we get back to the ring, uh, just showing you know, up a little bit right here. Exactly. You know, I was like, I didn't want to be the only one to like to go <laughs> off, and you know, I got some t-shirts. And by the way, they the are t-shirt. the NEW oh, Tag Champions. <laughs> inaugural, reigning defending, still undefeated, by the way, as much as you try Pit Bulls, BX Connection, whoever else, put them in the triple threat, quadruple, <laughs> or, or like N64, No Mercy, if y'all remember, the 64-man, no DQ, no rope limit, no rope break. Oh, um, man. Tournaments going oh, on man. there. It's <laughs> like two hours trying to submit everybody. I'm trying to keep that one character well, back to the wrestling. end. Oh, good times. Good oh, times. And back then, good you times. get knocked out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Good times. Back then, you used to get knocked out easier, too. You have to really you have to really show your skills because back then, one, two, you out. Now, one, two, yep. you literally could be in the ring. You could be in the ring for hours, but back then, you have to really like watch what you're doing. That one mistake, boom, you out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I don't know how much you played like the newer versions, like 2K, whatever, which one, but. I hate the reversal system where to the point I have to have like the screen icons notify me when they hit the reversal because I can't time it properly. Every move is different, too quick. Yeah. And slow. It's, it's we don't have even, enough time to talk about when we play one of these 2Ks. Like, I, 
I'm ready to throw the control out the window with with the PlayStation or Xbox, whatever console I'm using. God, it's bad. This man over here only played 2K16, and he was ready to break the game. I've been continuously playing the 2K series, and yeah, so I'm, I've got you know, to... they didn't change a whole lot, but whew. Yeah, it didn't I mean, a whole if lot I chime in with my favorite one, I'd probably go with 2K14 because it had the whole WrestleMania showcase and all the arenas. Yes, that was actually the best one because it was like you can pick, you know, they they pick every every major every major um event, main event of every WrestleMania. Again, you know, the forbidden person, it, you know, it would have been great to have him in there because you know he he had a great WrestleMania moment too. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that and I, and I and I and I know. Can you imagine what it's like for the guys in the back? Because it's like that's a moment. He was so critical in, um, you know, the ruthless aggression era. Especially that they just mentioned it. Can you imagine if they was able to chime in on him and what he did? He was someone who you know was able to put the company. They was able to put the company on his back. Although we don't like his reign, but his reign was weak. I'm sorry. My opinion. They they gave him a weak reign. But that moment, the 20th anniversary, he and Eddie in the middle of the ring, the confetti. Like that was just. So for that to be erased from history, like, can you imagine what that does for Eddie's family and even, like, you know, people who are a fan? Because, you know, let's be honest, his his story was the original Daniel Bryan's story. Yeah. So it was like, it they is. tried this. So, yeah, yeah so they reclaimed they it. Mm-hmm. So they redid it, of course, which is major, major shouts to Daniel Bryan because, you know, like, hey, at the end of the day, that's something that, that touched my heart near and there because, you know, I'm only all of 5'9 and 212 pounds. So, of course, you know, going to something like that, being a main eventer and all that, you know, that's like, that's still, that's still like so, it's still hard for guys like me. So, for to see them give Daniel that moment means a lot, but it's still like, damn, you know, you, you, you hate that, that, that other moment in WrestleMania 20 was like basically no longer doesn't exist. Yeah, it's yeah. bittersweet because <laughs> yep. it's essential to the history. I mean, you guys know firsthand because you both are wrestling. You both grew up in that time when you can see firsthand Chris Benoit develop mm-hmm. his character from, you know, the silent assassin type from WCW to like even more quieter and more maybe disturbing in WWE because the, what do they call it, the rabbit Wolverine and all that such yep. really played into it finally. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's crazy to think he's definitely, at least for me, still top three in the ring of all time. Oh my god, he it's it's crazy because I got yeah, definitely I have to and this and to be honest, it's like one of those situations where depending on who hears this, how it may be, how you know how how they may take it. But hey, I'm entitled to my opinion. He's number one for me. No ifs, ands, or buts. Like I think I posted a question on my IG. Um, um, that when I was asked who was my favorite wrestler, and I was I thought about it and I wanted to say him, but the end all be all is we have to kind of really realize like, hey, you know, this man did do something that if he was just a regular person, that you know we would say nothing but nasty things about. So it's kind of like just out of respect for that, like you know, I try to limit, you know, of course speaking about him in a critical and, and speaking about him in a constructive way, which is like okay, which we're doing now, but it's like let me just I just use a different answer for it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Because I mean, that guy was that guy was years ahead of everyone else who did it, man. I'm just just being honest. He go in the ring, put in the wrestling clinic. It just he who if you were in the ring with him, he made you better. Yeah, and I That's like my did. favorite thing about him too was always he made everything he did so real too. And so and intense. Exactly. exactly the intensity. So intense. And that's like I said. That's, that's me for I me. Thought, the one. That's, that's why I thought like. Broke. 
No, no, so, yeah, I'm sorry. That's why, like, in 2000, I thought, I don't know what you could say, too, bro, it was like, I thought that he, him and Jericho really hated each other because, like, the, yeah. the, how, the way he like, did how it, yeah. it was in the ring, like, how intense they, they would battle each other, just them two. I mean, everybody else, you know, he, like you said, he did his thing with, but when it came to him and Jericho, you would think. Him and Jericho really had that chemistry, but you know who else he had that chemistry with? Angle. Angle. And Angle. Yep, Angle. Oh my gosh, him man! And those Angle guys killed each other. Like killed mm. each other. Like to this day, and I think that's what for me personally, what made Ben Watts stand out for me more was 2003 because, like they said, going back to the ruthless. The one thing like great about going into ruthless, speaking of the ruthless aggression era, was that it gave the wrestlers that didn't get a chance to wrestle a chance to shine. So yeah. when you know SmackDown gave like Benoit, Guerrero, Edge, you know like the serial Kurt Angle wrestlers a chance, that's when I noticed, oh shoot, these guys can wrestle. Like you know these guys are wrestlers, of course. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I didn't pay attention to them before, which I didn't. It was just when they overshadowed by bigger guys like I said, you know The Rock, you know Triple H, Kane, Undertaker, like the big titans. You know you you're not gonna get to see what they can really do, and especially in the main event spot. So when they gave the one finally like a main event position or at least a moment, it's great. It's like, wow, this guy has these these good work for me, you know. Yeah, I mean, and that's and, and if you watch the the doc, the, the, not the doc. Yeah, well, I guess you want to. I guess it's documented. The series on WWE Network is they said it. SmackDown was the talent. Those guys wrestled like they they didn't skip a step or anything of that nature, and you know so on and so forth. So that's that's why. And then just the last point of this, so so we can continue with the interview. Um, another thing that made it so like man like you felt that moment was the fact that he won the rumble at like the number two entry which is damn near number one because you're the first two guys in the ring exactly i mean memorable times with benoit mm-hmm. yes with that but i think based off that dark side of the ring episode well the two episodes are dedicated to him um i have to watch that i have not watched that it, it's good it's good okay. even the oh, follow-ups like the brawl for all and i forget what the else oh, um what's his name new jack that was a really good one. I didn't know about New Jack like that, but now I'm scared to even ask him ever if I ever run into him in person anything, like even what the okay. weather's like around him, because he might just stay. So, <laughs> the only, I, I was I was beginning to watch the Montreal Screwjob episode, but I didn't know, because I, you know, I, I kind of like, I'm out of the loop with some stuff, because I know there, uh, I just saw it trending online, because uh, Tamina beating um, Sasha to, 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 you know, to advance, and everyone in the comment section are like, oh, ever since that uh, Dark Side of Ring episode came, they're going to try to push her. So, so I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? So I said, like, okay, I need to do some digging and figure out what, you know, what is this Dark Side of the Ring thing going? Because it seems like everyone's talking about it. Yeah. yeah that was a insane to see, too. Sorry, you were saying that, John? Like, there's a lot of episodes you missed. Like, no, no, I was saying that it was a lot of, like, like, Mara, like I was telling, you know, JT, like, the episodes you missed is like, I mean, I watched almost all of them. It was one, the, the Bruiser Brody one, like on YouTube, was like messed up, so I couldn't enjoy that one. I mean, we all know the Bruiser Brody situation, but you know, to watch Run the Dark Side of the Ring concept is like, I want to hear. Um, but like you said, like they had the Benoit story, very sad. You know, I mean, of course, you know, it's very sad. Yeah, I've, I've watched every, I've watched, I've watched every, every document. Like I said, this guy for me, like speaking from a very personal bias thing, because this is my all time favorite wrestler. Like, if I'm going in the ring, and I think we all have that wrestler that we watch. Like, okay, who am I going to try to emulate? Like, and it's him. If I could, if there's anyone in the ring who I could, like, if I, if there's any, if you ever ask me, hey, JT, who do you want when your match is done that they want to compare to? I'm like, if you ever say, hey, that guy reminds me of Benoit as a compliment, that's the greatest compliment you can ever give me. Yeah. That is who I 
who who like is my goal. There are some for some people there's Eddie, for some people there's Jericho. For me, it's Benoit. Like you said, you you know you said that intensity that like that man did not cheat anybody. Like you've seen it in the ring because you you watch some guys. I know we um, hey, I don't care how much heat this get. We uh, Nitro and I were talking about this, and for me, guys like H and Orton, you know those guys. They cheat you. They cheat you. There's sometimes where you really be like, okay, you, your heart wasn't in this match, or you're not as good as your opponent, or something. And it's like, I feel like, I feel like with Benoit, man, you could have got, he could have got the most greenest kid who just learned to take a bump yesterday and and put a clinic on with this guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I started to see now too, at least, um, a lot of the newer guys. Not everybody, of course, but a lot of the newer guys. I hate that we miss out on the illusion of wrestling being at least real within its own realm because a lot mm-hmm. of guys have so many moves and flips and complicated things going on. You see them when they yeah. deliberately set up for something. Or like when anybody takes a frog splash now. Yeah. Like instead of taking the last second to prep or like, I guess, press your chest, they have it set up from like as soon as they start hitting the, like the first turn buckle to climb up and do it. Yeah. yeah. They're already it's- prepping. It's 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 frustrating for me because there's one thing like um, this was a hot take two years ago when um they when they bash the way indie matches are done and the one thing that I'm like I'm all, I'm I'm not a person who doesn't do well with criticism if it's honest and warranted and the thing is that is and I don't like like you say you know like everything is a spot fest everything is like remember the spot remember the spot remember the spot and it's like hey let's go out there and work because if we can go out there and convince the fans because at the end of the day everybody you know i mean for god's sakes kayfabe is even broken now like you'd have a full-blown rivalry with someone and then they're posting something with each other on instagram I'm like come on guys like yeah yeah, it's so aggravated, like, man. Like, and, 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 I'm sorry, hold on. I'm sorry, hold on. I want to, like, you know, even, even when, like, you know, me and my brother, when we had our rivalry, I tried my best not to post anything with him because we, I wanted a, our match to build up. Exactly. So I didn't want nobody going, wait a second, isn't that your brother? I mean, we're brothers, but I wanted him to show that we have this heat going on towards each other. So it's like anything that I posted with me and him was on my other personal Instagram because you know that's my personal like whatever the case may be but like off the strength of my Facebook and my Super Nitro page it was like yeah you you just it's just it's just you got like there's things man yeah you have to you have to it's one of those things like where I remember growing up watching and you would be like there's no way Triple H and The Rock could be in the same room after what DX did to him after what DX did to The Rock on Thursday there's no way that you know, you thinking stuff like that. You like, oh my god, I feel sorry for Xbox and Kane running them. He took Tory from him. There's no way um, Kevin Sullivan. Well, this actually is is, is kind of real because Benoit did take Nancy from Sullivan. But before then, <laughs> before I got to that point, you know, there's no way that they could be in a room with each other. You know what I'm saying? Like these, those are the ones that that you remember those and and there's like those guys and they're actually like really good friends. Like okay, like like. Um, Rock and like Rock and Austin when they were feuding, those guys are like closest brothers. Even Rock and H, like those guys, same thing. Rock, um, Austin, Austin and Triple H. God, those guys, they all right. There's some rivalries that you like. Okay, you could tell it's like it's a work. Then there's some rivalries you're like, okay, there's something there. <laughs> it's 
yeah. like you know so so i feel like austin and, and triple h was, was one of those and same thing with, with uh, triple h and jericho but I'm, I'm sorry we just we can we can talk wrestling for days <laughs> i mean you do it for a living so and eventually mm-hmm. full-blown living so i don't blame you yeah. you know your yeah. facts you know your history Definitely a big part of my childhood as far as getting into wrestling since I was like five or six as a viewer, as a fan. You know, you guys are actually living the dream, which I had at one point, but then I just thought I'm too clumsy to get in the ring, so I'm not even <laughs> to bother. Hey, I can't listen, handle balls probably, so no way I'm going to even have the footwork like you guys have to have as a first prerequisite. But it would have been awesome to eventually hear the, oh, no, as he used to always hit for a brand new champion, which in a time Man. back then was rare to get a new champ. Everybody used to have these things called reigns that would last a while and then switch Uh or hand over the mantle. But you guys, please feel free to chime in on what you remember from, again, R.I.P. Howard Finkel. Oh, man. Like they discussed earlier, just his in-ring announcements, like, 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 you know, our brother said earlier, like his, 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 Announcement to whether you, you know your winnings, you know, or just introducing you to the ring, or even introducing um, it was two thousand three Royal Rumble, if I'm not mistaken, where he was intro- he was uh, introducing the, the steps to the match, you know, the rules to the match. I'm sorry, like what's going to be happening, what's going to go on, and it was just listening to him, just like you said, you could just um listen to him speak all day. But it was funny because Jerry was just like, all right, Howard, all right, like shut up, we get the rules already. But it was just listening to him, just you know go over the rules and matches it's like it was just hilarious because that stood out to me because i remember how jerry just like bashed him like all right howard shut up like we know what's going on (laughs) uh for me it's um it's it's definitely it's a combination of two things it's the the editing like whoever edits the because my favorite thing is when you hear him announce and the way the camera will zoom out so like if you either win either win the title or you zoom out so just bear with me for a second like when he wins you got anyone walking through the ring and like for me, I just like I just watched WrestleMania 17 a couple of days ago, and you hear it, it's like you know on his way to the ring from Victoria, Texas, and the way the camera zooms out, it's like it makes it like Howard is speaking to the heavens, like he's his voice is this you know echoes that much, it's that powerful. And then the same thing, like I remember watching WrestleMania 2000, and when Edge and Christian won the tag, I mean the tag titles in the ladder match, and it's like you know uh, you know winner of the match, and I is it. 2000 I can't remember whatever one they won and they were and they were the new champions and you know of course that when he echoes like new it's like the equivalent of Michael Buffer's um let's get ready to rumble it's the same thing and it's like and new and the way the camera zooms out you catch stuff you see those the cameras flashing and the celebration like it's just I tweeted this when he passed and I said his voice is and will forever be WWF and WWE and you know with all due respect to everyone else who's come after him no one has had that effect besides, to my opinion, Tony Chimmel. Tony Chimmel is the second, mm-hmm. is number two. You know, when you hear Tony's voice, you're like, and then, and then lastly, like, uh, I know I said two, but lastly is for, like we said, watching those matches and hearing him announce it, it really sent chills down your spine. Like, this is a big fight, Phil. For me, I remember Judgment Day 2000, a 60-minute Ironman match, Backlash, like Austin coming back. Like, you just, all of those matches just make you feel like this is like, heavyweight you know like the, the world stop like it just seems like oh man like like jr um 
ad-libbing saying, you know, oh, this is a slob knocker today. You know, just one of those things. Like, it's all of those things just tie into each other. Exactly. And and those things are essential as far as they always say, commentary, the whole build-up to an actual story, how they present it is essential to each match, even if it's like an ongoing thing. It matters. It adds on to it. Instead of nowadays, too much of just like promoting this company, this upcoming thing, this film, who's coming through the guest star or whatever, or Gronkowski so much. I was sick of that part a lot. Like he didn't oh add anything God. to it for me. At least. He, he really, he really didn't. <laughs> no, he, he didn't, didn't really contribute much. Nothing yeah, useful. Some, some just just a brief happen. little, a brief little spot for the twenty four seven title, which has gone, you know, to track. And even, and even that, I just. I don't know, man. Maybe because you could say we do it, and it's like everything is in the detail, and you, and even if, even if it's one of those things, like, like again, thinking WrestleMania moment. Even if it's a WrestleMania moment where I know we were limited, but sometimes less is more because if you do too much, you lose, you know, you lose the 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 believable aspect of it, you know, like. Yeah. So for like a little line like that to take out our truth is like, okay. I mean, granted, we don't take our truth serious as a worker, which we should, because that man can work his ass off. It kind yeah. of pisses me off. It pisses me off what he's downgraded to. He's entertaining. Yeah, I get the, he's got the E concept, but he also has the middle W concept. He can wrestle his ass off. And it's like, they just, they know, they don't, you know, they're like, hey, you're the entertainer. We're going to keep as the entertainer, which annoys the hell out of me. But at least, like I said, less is more. Because the proper thing, if I were booking Mania, as long as he's like, let Gronkowski come to the ring, do whatever. You're a football player. Do the do the, the most generic every football player's finisher. Fucking run and tackle because it's believable. You're a full-blown NFL player. You're going to knock him on his ass and you got the three-second win. A weak line. A weak freaking line. And then it goes down for a 10 count. I'm like, come on, guys. And then the camera was terrible because it was zoomed in so you could see everything. And it's like, I just... I <laughs> Might as well re- retitle the roll-up champion. Shit, because everybody gets beat with a roll up. It's like yeah, the roll they can't kick out of somehow. It's like exactly. gravity takes over. No one's flexible. No one work their core. They can't kick out of it at all. I mean, you guys will know you'd have to work your core properly to kick out of a roll up. Exactly. Right. Like everyone, everyone's gone to school and they know how to kick out a roll up, except for unless you're defending the twenty four seven to Eddie. Like, I, can... <laughs> I know, right? It should, we should work a segment like that. Like, what are you doing? I'm uh, working on my, on my core. He counts the roll up. I gotta work on it. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, there's also the fact that WWE of all things got deemed an essential business, at least in Florida, because they got a whole different set of rules down there. You know, I don't know if you oh. ever been to Florida, guys, but I've been there once. It was more than enough to know, like. This is a whole new world. Yeah, or somebody needs a nice uh, check for his campaign. Did I say that out loud? You know, that too. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> ooh. Like, listen. But then that led into, you know, days separated from being deemed essential and seeming like they had the green light to go ahead and do the thing as long as they had to, comes all these releases. Which, you know, the list is long as we record. It's ongoing. You know, it just keeps adding up, piling up as far as main roster, NXT, producers, directive staff, and all that, too. Does anybody that you know of as of now stand out to you that surprised you at all or just like, ah, damn, why him, why her? 
the biggest surprise to me, surprise-wise, was uh, definitely Mike Kyoto. And um, when I'm thinking about talent, is uh, EC3 and Rusev. Everyone else, I kind of I, I looked at it. I was like, okay, this this I I've seen this happen anyway. But those those ones specifically, because like who I'm upset that they did was um, Anderson and Gallo, because AJ's getting a lot of steam, and they they're bringing them back together. Basically, like first you know that's how they came out. They were AJ, then they broke up in a little bit, and then they came back. And I'm just like, okay, well. You know, I mean, as 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 you now see, if you if anyone's watched the ruthless aggression uh, thing, Vince isn't really big on factions, so I guess that's why even if it's big, it's you know at the end that he's the boss, and if he's not, if that's not really his thing, then I guess he's not really trying to push it. But um, I just I just felt like WWE just didn't know what to do with them. They didn't like those guys were becoming like one of the hottest actings from um, New Japan New Japan Pro. And then they get WWE and they're just like, okay, you're going to be cool for a month and then you're going to be a joke the rest of the year. I think they were, I think they've been in the company again for like, what, three years now at this point, three, four years. So, um, so that I'm not surprised. Kurt Angle, it's kind of like a blessing in disguise. Um, just like as a diehard Kurt fan, Kurt is one of my top threes. It's it's hard, it's hard to see him in the ring. Cause you know, you know, you want to see him more for, more for I guess how can I put like what I remember him as and I don't think enough time has passed for him to pick on pick up like a Gerald Briscoe Pat Patterson role like what they were for the Attitude Era because Kurt when you still think of Kurt you know 10 years ago he still was having like phenomenal matches no pun intended with AJ he was still you know killing it with Sting so it's still so recent versus like maybe in another 10 years God willing his health is still good he could come back as a like a manager and you know uh, like where the youngins are like oh man who is this guy you're like who's kurt angle you know like <laughs> we can have that conversation versus yeah. now like kurt just wrestled a couple years ago so i i think for him i'm like i kind of it's one of those things i'm like eh it's good on your part because i just it's, it's hard now getting seeing these guys who i idolize and were like gods in the ring and then and now are showing that they're actual mortals <laughs> Mm-hmm. It'd be funny though playing with that angle thing, ang- that angle angle you proposed, Riddick. Because like, imagine some new guy comes in, debuts, like, who's angle? Who's that guy? They keep talking. Oh, he's yeah. like a ninety degree thing. He comes yeah, to exactly. the back, just like takes a chair to the back and puts him in the ankle. I was like, who's angle? Who's angle? Ask your angle. I'll <laughs> tell you right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's true. It's true. I was. I was thinking. I was mean for me. I'm Finley. Cause like they let Finley go, I was like, wow. Oh, Finley! I didn't even know they let him go. See, and that—that's an, I'm sorry, that's another surprise because he was amazing in the back. Yeah. He's trained old. But anyway, go ahead. You're yeah, right yeah. Fin- um, Finley, uh, shoot, Zach Ryder, Car- um, Kurt Hawkins. They let him go too. That's yeah, the second guys, time though, right? Yes, the Kurt Hawkins uh, the second time. See, and Ryder, to my opinion. I don't know. I I have no insight. I don't know anybody in the back, but my opinion with a guy like Ryder, I feel like they wanted to let him go for the longest, but the fact that he just kept getting himself over, it was like, crap, we can't do it. So it's kind of like a, a bad relationship where it's like they didn't want to break up with him for the longest, but he keeps buying them nice gifts, and they're like, damn it. <laughs> Not now. It's, you know, I'm going to be a complete asshole if I break up with you <laughs> yeah, now. So no, now they was like, all right, you didn't. <laughs> yep, they was like, wait, you didn't buy me nothing a month? Yeah, it's over. I can't deal with this anymore. That's it. So, yeah, baby. Damn. And then, um, who, who else? Like you said, oh, Leo Rush. 
Leo I Rush. I the Leo Rush one coming. I did too. I did. I saw that. The attitude he had. Uh, yeah, I just didn't expect this soon enough, but hey, you know. Yeah, that's I'm what I said. Like, like for me, for me, like you know, to answer the question, being surprised that a lot of those are not surprised. Like I said, Anderson and Gallows, I could tell they didn't want they. You know, they didn't. They didn't see anything with them. They probably bought them thinking like, hey, maybe we can get the New Japan um, fans here who love them over there, which. WWE kills me because it's like you guys want to. Like, hold on, what killed me? Hold on, hold on. Let me chime in. Like you said, they Vince basically hates that he doesn't create you. You know what I'm saying? He hates that your popularity comes from somewhere else. So then he wants to milk you from that popularity, but change you in his image. But I'm like, then when the fans don't buy into it, then it's like a whole oh, you see, nobody likes you. That's because you're changing me from what the fans like in the first place. It, it, it's like the same. It's, to my opinion, it's the same concept. For I'm, I'm. Everyone knows I'm a big basketball fan. It's like the same concept of if they want you to look like you lost the step, your game isn't as good. They put you in these situations where you don't look the same. Like they, they put you in these like okay, like if you're a shooter or a scorer, they're like okay, we're gonna bench you and then we're gonna put you in the last five seven minutes of the game when it's really close or we're losing and we want you to get a spark off the bench. And I was like. That doesn't work that way. The guy's got to get hot. He's got to play a little bit so he can do that. But it's like, but they're going to collect all that footage and be like, damn, man, you lost it. You don't got it no more. Versus that. And that's exactly what Vince does. It's like, he always is like, yeah, you're right. It, it really, that's just my opinion watching as a, as a fan, like taking the wrestler aspect of it as a fan. It's like, you take these guys, you want to capitalize off this of them, but you put them in a situation where it doesn't work. This isn't, this isn't what got them over on, you yeah. know, on, on why yeah, they were exactly. able to be successful. But yeah, um, ripping them of the essence. Yeah, it's like it's crazy yeah. to do because yeah, exactly. Vince has been known to be that petty. I guess you know what the better word to categorize it by. By mm-hmm. if you're big over there, you know, I don't believe so much. He hasn't heard of like let's say AJ for example, like what he did in TNA, whatever, everywhere else, New Japan, and all yeah. that. Like he'll just either purposely not watch you, who you are, or keep his eye on you. I don't know how much I can really believe that because there's like too many stars that did their own thing elsewhere. All of a sudden they come to WWE and then it's like, well, I don't know who you are, pal. Show me who you are out there. And we'll just, yeah. And they love, and, and then, and, and I can really chime in even on this because it frustrates me because if you notice, if you notice now, the guys are like, are disrespecting the indie so much more. And I remember, and it's funny because I was just why I just I want something just resurface, which was when um, Rand, when Randy and Bubba or Bully Ray, whatever you know him as, got into it about you know some, something that happened two years ago, and they basically were bashing the Indies, and it pisses me off because it's like, what is your problem? Like the WWWF was an indie promotion, so and that's the same thing where you're getting all your talent from, same thing where you're getting all those spots from. So it's like. And then Randy made the comment one time about, you know, he made he, he made his comment, the typical WWE Mark comment, like, oh, this is the big boy stuff. I'm like, dude, you shut up because you were blessed into this. You were like, you got the silver spoon guy. Like, if you're anybody else, it's like, look at Zack Ryder. If, if, Zach, if Randy could get himself over with his own talent the way Zack Ryder could, it's like he would be, he would definitely be unstoppable. But, of course, if, if, but look at the way, like I said, they don't, have, they don't like Zack, so they've been like, you know, giving him their ass to kiss the whole, his whole time, like a joke of a, of a run. And that man has got himself over time and time again. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's like, they're just, 
it's like they don't like like you said it's like Vince like if he doesn't create you in his own image it's like it's it is frustrating because like all these guys who they can like the reality of it is man it's like you won so why are you still competing as if you gotta win it's like you can create talent because at the end of the day guess what you make the rules like whether we like it or not we talk like okay I'm we're saying all this stuff but of course if we get a phone call tomorrow hey Dynasty we want you guys to you know we we want to give you a contract we're gonna seriously look at it and we're probably gonna sign it because at the end they say what we want we just talked about Fink we you know we 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 just watched Mania we just talked about I've I've, I've quoted several things from WWE Ruthless Aggression so on and so forth that's what we all grew up watching but it's like no one's telling you if you put us on TV and you tell the fans it's cool to watch us it's cool to enjoy us they're gonna listen that's why I've never understood that whole oh. You're not good for business, so on and so forth. Don't get me wrong. There's some people with the personality of, like, watching paint dry. That's different. But if you've got it and you can cut a promo and you can get the fans behind you, all you need is the time to do it. And, uh, you know, that's my two cents. Yeah. And, I mean, we're living proof now. We're living in the proof now of Vince being, again, I hate to keep saying petty, but just insistent on his own mannerisms or just living up to the character of there's nothing, no chance in hell per se that he's not going to do what he wants as far as keeping live yeah. shows going, doing yeah. anything as he wants. And I think like I mentioned earlier, if I didn't already apologize, but money in the bank now being supposedly transferred over to headquarters. And I think I read it right. I'm not sure. It might either be completely on the rooftop of WWE headquarters or they're going to have to literally go through the whole building to get to the briefcase at the top of the roof. And we might get like another boneyard match esque kind of feel or match for that. You know, at least we get like a movie, a movie scene out of it. Like, the, you know, like getting something WWE, at least one thing we can give them credit on is that like, they're literally like being creative on how to do things, you know, especially with the situation that's going on. Like, they're being creative. They're like, all right, how can we keep the fans at least entertained while we're going through this crisis? Like, you know, they're coming up with ideas. They're not just being, like... They're not sitting on their lame. Yeah. Yeah, not being but I, sometimes like, I feel like, oh, uh, man, I don't know. I feel personally that there's, there's just... They've got so much material, so much merchandise, so much... I feel like something like this could be a blessing in disguise where it's like, one... Uh, you know, to be, you know, what they say all the time, these guys on the road 300 days a year, sometimes 330 days a year. It would be nice to let them, you know, stay home with their families and just really just, you know, hopefully not end up all in divorces because, you know, <laughs> but uh, like, but <laughs> they can stay home. They can stay home with their family, can rest their wounds because, you know, at the end of the day, I'm quite sure there are many superstars who have like a nagging injury that's just, you know, they're like, ah, I can keep working fast, keep working faster to really recharge your batteries, really get, you know, a good set, you know, I mean, really, you know, really take your time. Because there are some things that can be done and sounds and some things that just can't. Like, for my opinion, just, you know, I know we said we weren't going to talk about Mania, but I feel like what 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 really hurts the most is all Mania moments is gone. What Mania is this? I'm, I lost count. What are we at? 30 what? 36. Which one is it? This is going to So WrestleMania 36 has no WrestleMania moments. And when I say that is um, Drew McIntyre. There's nothing like that. That To me, that's that's the dream, man. That's the dream. It's like, yeah, dream is WrestleMania winning the tag titles with my bro. But then afterward, the cliche, win the tag titles, feud, mid-card title. Then you finally earn that Rumble win 
and win at Mania. There's nothing like that, that, that sequence. So for McIntyre to win the Rumble and then to win at Mania, it's like you want the confetti, you want the confetti and the fireworks and all that stuff going on. So, like, the fact that he doesn't have it, I just feel like, you know, you guys could have waited. There's, you know, you could have, at the end of the day, you could know, you guys could have waited, you know that, what's going on the world the whole world know what's going on so like if we were given like if 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 it's like okay everything goes back to normal um let's say september let's say september we can now host big events so on and so forth i don't know how much the contracts are worth i don't really know but you know apparently the world says millionaires are the most evilest motherfuckers in the world sorry i don't know if i can curse or not <laughs> but if i don't know uh mania was supposed to be held in like the the in, in tampa bay right if i'm not mistaken Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they could have honored that contract. Like, hey, you, I don't know if you guys got anything going on the 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 third Sunday in September, but can we move this contract from here to here? Uh, you know, they could have at least done it there and given those wrestlers what they've earned and worked their asses off their whole careers for. Because from my opinion, I feel like it would piss me off, like, to no end if, you know, like, hey, Dynasty, you guys are finally getting – guys are finally getting a match at mania tag titles versus new day or whoever's a champion and you're going over and we know that far in advance and then it's like okay this whole thing happens like hey if you if you know you can just put it on hold just put it on hold till to have that moment for me as a kid watching growing up hearing seeing the crowd all that stuff and for you to take that away just because you want to be greedy it's like that that to me would really like piss me off because we all know how wrestling works you can win the title this year at WrestleMania and next year not even be on a card and fire the year after. Where yeah, it's like, that's true. Yeah. Where you're like, weren't you just champion? Now you're not even on a card and now you're fired? Like, so you, Lord knows when any of those people are going to get that moment again. Or even and if was, they're going to get that moment again. You know, it's funny. I was talking to, to well, what's the name about it? Who, who this member I was mentioning to you, like, when I was there, like, a month ago or two months ago, like, mm-hmm. It's gonna suck that Drew McIntyre's moment. He's not gonna have a good moment because the moment he wins is like, yeah, you yeah, know, he's happy. It's like there's nothing to celebrate. You know, yeah, he could celebrate. But I was, I was just talking to him. I was just talking to what about this like earlier, bro. I was just talking to him about it like a month, two months ago when we did, you know, just two months ago. Like it's gonna suck because yeah. that was yeah, the main one. Where I'm like we, we knew Drew was gonna win, and it's like, but it sucks that we're, how he's gonna win it. It's like. Mm-hmm. Yay! <laughs> we look at the cameraman applause. We're yeah. somebody scattered man. around it. Exactly. So it just and and then man, and that's why for me, <clears throat> that's why I say I hated the the boneyard match off the off of little things because one, I hated that it was done like a movie. They could have done the same thing. They could have I don't know. They apparently got a lot of money. They could have probably found a room in a performance center and just here. We're going to do it that way, like the way they did it. Basically, like the way they did it, they could have continued it, but kept it like a real match, not like the theatrics and the camera. And I'm like, guys, you're killing me with this. And then number two, like um, I'm big into entrances. Entrances, in my opinion, is what make WrestleMania. You know, that's why they got the tanks and the fireworks and the pyros and the backflipping midgets and, the and you know, and the confetti. <laughs> they got all of that stuff. So um, black little people, I don't know if I offended anyone. But, you know, I don't so know what they call them at this point, anyway. So yeah, I don't know. I don't word. know what's the politically. I need a politically correct the dictionary. So I can know what's the right thing to say. But anyway, 
with that being said, for me, the fact that American Badass Undertaker, whom that's the taker I was introduced to. I'm not going to sit down and pretend like I watched back, you know, when when he was a phenom from 90 to 99. I didn't see that taker. I wasn't watching pro wrestling at the time. So I got yeah. introduced Judgment Day, Judgment Day 2000 when he came time, back. Were you? I was. <laughs> okay. For yeah, I was. Um, I got introduced to Undertaker Judgment Day 2000 when he came in interfered in the in the 60 minute Iron Man match, and he was at that time. That's when he, be, you know, he did the American Badass gimmick. So for me, I'm like, that would have been awesome. So like I said, just take it again. WrestleMania moment, big stadium, big arena. You hear, you hear the music hit, which there's nothing like the pop when an interesting hit and a crowd goes nuts. So the fact that Taker was already working toward heading in that direction was like, you know, we saw it coming. But to see that, to see that, because... It's funny because my opinion, I feel like Taker is like, hey, do whatever you want. Like, you know, I feel like he's got that green light to just do whatever he wants to, you know. Whereas, like, hey, you can cut a promo as Dead Man, uh, the Phenom, whoever you want to. So, to, to, for that con- confirmation, like, you know, like, ding, 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 follow the schedule for one for us, a Boneyard Grave match, whatever, whatever. AJ comes out, moment, wait, and we're expecting the, the room to go dark. And you just hear the, 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 his entrance hit, the, the, the Phenom, I mean, the Dead Man entrance hit. I think that would have been, like, such a moment, such a WrestleMania moment. And then him getting on that motorcycle, just going down. And then – and I think it still could have – Taker could have still had – Taker and Styles could have still had that salvageable match because, you know, it's basically would have been a fight. No bumps involved, no nothing. You know, it just been like, it would have been the same thing without the theatrics of a movie. And it could have still had the same effect. I just wish, like I kept saying, you know, it was like, what did what did it hurt you? Because I feel like this, I feel like this WrestleMania hurt. Hey, maybe I could be in the twenty percent, eighty percent, could be like, oh my god, this is awesome. But I feel like if I am in the eighty percent, I'm like, what would it have hurted you to hurt you? I don't even know that was English. To wait a few months where you can have people there because that's what makes it. That's what we do it because pretty much all that was was just a glorified backyard wrestling show. <laughs> You could say that in a sense. I, I, I'm not going to take that away from you at all. It was glorified, you know, B-movie horror at best, kind of like, if anything, if they released that match alone as a WWE film production in, like, theaters as a, like, lead into something. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been the awesome, like, if, if, <laughs> if that was, like, basically a promotion run for, like, a Walking Dead scene when, when Rick fought Negan. <laughs> then it's like, okay, it's awesome. It works, you know, just uh, they could have had zombies in the background. That would have been walkers in the background. That would have been cool. But the fact that I'm like, no, this is actually a WrestleMania match. I'm like, serious? Are we, are, is the WWE getting into contract with AMC to film WWE Walking Dead? No? Then what the <laughs> hell are we doing? Oh, but uh, don't you think, though? I mean, I haven't watched Walking Dead in, like, seasons. I haven't caught up to Me neither. The la- I, that's why I said Negan, because that's the last thing I watched when Negan killed Glenn. Yeah, I, Glenn. I, I, like, <laughs> fell off just before Negan, so I didn't really even see that develop. But don't you think Taker, of all people, in the WWE universe would be perfect fit for The Walking Dead? He knows oh, most that definitely. People. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most, most definitely. <laughs> most definitely. He could tombstone he everybody easily, but then he risks getting bitten in the kneecaps or something, then turning himself. And that's a big know, right? walker. That's why he'll just use his urn. This <laughs> mm-hmm. shouts out, by the way, and rest in peace to Paul Bear, too. I remember. I yeah. love it. Taking yeah. when he was with him. Even in the early 90s stuff, I'm older, obviously, so I grew up watching that, like the tail end of that. Uh, Paul Bear walking out. Oh, my take. 
Yeah. Yeah, right. I, I mean, well, that's like you said, that's if it wasn't for Paul Bearer, I don't know how long t- I mean, you know, who knows how long Taken would have last lasted as long as he did because Paul Bearer made him, you know, made him like made yeah, made him and made Kane, of course, made his storyline progress, made his career progress off of just him alone. And oh, it's yeah. like and, you know, and there's also right. how many times, you know, Paul Bearer brought the other ticket back, you know, with the urn, like, you know, like, you know, I'm again, like I said, just watching documentaries and if you're looking and putting things together and watching clips of the past, you go, oh, okay, you know, this is what happened. Like I said, me and JT, we just watch our encyclopedias of wrestling and understand what we're watching, what we're talking about. Like, oh, okay, so this is what happened. This is how it happened. That's what happened. Okay, cool. Like, that way we, instead of us marking from the 2000s, we can go back to 93, 94, 90, you know, even the 80s, you know, off the strength of because we just doing our history lesson. Like, oh, okay, this is what happened. This is how we went down. And I think we're going to, again, we're going to deep dive into Taker. Pause. As far as <laughs> the legacy goes, like where he goes with me and everything too. But just before we do that, and because I got to go run grab my charger, um, one of my, that reminds me of, I forget which rumble it was. He, Taker, I think it was Taker and Yokozuna. Uh, all the bad guys came in. Jim Cornette came in with the tennis racket and started whacking him too. And like, it took all of them to like, I think bury him alive. They like took the casket. They set it aflame. Undertaker died supposedly. Had a whole pre-cut promo video package in the back. I'll be back from the dead eventually. Whatever. My, my spirit's traveling up to heaven, which... It shows Christian uh, takers a Christian, so, and then I think that led into was that the when double taker angle, like in '94 or something like that, which is just so. Oh, when uh, he brought back the other taker, and then like taker yeah, versus taker gloves versus purple glove taker, like uh, yeah, that was like that was like '94. It might have been '94, '95, give or take. I can't remember offhand, yeah. but that's just like the the suspending the realism of the real world and just deep diving into wrestling where this guy he's already of the dead he died he went to heaven came back somehow eventually and then fought his clone that came to take his place and name which i think was kane actually back then if i'm not mistaken no i think it was somebody else no, no, i don't think it was, it was, somebody, think it was somebody else right yeah it was yeah, somebody else because yeah, you jacob like, has his face he has this look like he has a frankenstein look so you would have t- you could tell who he was you know you could tell him and that wasn't him it wasn't him Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, it might have been some other big guy, but I wish I knew who that was, too, because they got the size, everything just right, even a body type. Like, it was his legit clone just with, like, the hair in front of the face. Mm-hmm. I just heard that match was, was shitty, though. Oh, <laughs> I heard that match was just terrible. The buildup was, I mean, for the times, great. As far as I'd have killed off Taker, literally, at that, at that last match he had, they burned the cask and all that, too, with him in it. But yeah, the match itself, Taker versus Taker, was no, no good. I think it was '94 that happened. I want to say, like, it might have been SummerSlam. I think. You know what's funny? Like they said too, because Taker to, to like dive on this, like to go into this topic real quick of Taker, is like his gimmick. They didn't, they didn't take his gimmick serious. They probably, they were just figuring, oh, you know, a gimmick that is just going to die out within like two, three years. Nobody's going to care about this man. So yeah, it's you like gotta think I feel, how. Yeah, like how, like oh, you said, like how, you yeah, play, like how, how can you, how can you take a supernatural gimmick, real, you know, real? Because it was like, okay, at the end of the day, it's like, 
does this guy really speak to dead people? You know, all that stuff. Like, how do you take it serious? And we are what? Almost no, we're thirty years, thirty years later, and we're still taking it very serious. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like he's the only one who can still use a gimmick. He he's literally still technically a gimmick and get over. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like not even Kane. Kane couldn't like Kane also is a gimmick, but is the way how Kane was that it worked for him too, but not like Taker. Like Taker will still get ten times the pop more than Kane. You know what I'm saying? And Kane is just, you know, I guess eventually his his scars were more in mental than physical because you know everybody was like, Yeah, what happened to your face? I thought your face was all burnt up. <laughs> but no, yeah, like, exactly. his scars were more than a physical. But like Taker Taker literally is like a god wizard and it's like his gimmick literally he's that's why he's a legend himself because like forever like he he is the that's legend. why he, um, <laughs> like he just, yeah he's the legend like to be the phenom and to like you let like, that gimmick last for years it's like there's nobody greater than that like you know what i'm saying like his gimmick lasted for like 20 plus years like yeah he went to American Badass, because that's, I, like, he went to American Badass, he switched it, because I think, I'm not sure how true the story is, but I think, like, he was in a negotiation with contract with WWF at the time, and I think he was going to go to WCW, so he changed, he was going to be Mark, Mark, um, Calloway, Mark at WCW, just Calloway, yeah, just, you know, just the American Badass, Mark Calloway, you know, but in WCW, that's why I think, like, he came with that change also. And then also, too, I heard, like, other things where, like, the persona was getting to him, you know, the demon stuff was getting to him. So, you know, it's like whichever story you want to believe. I mean, at that time, that, uh, what was it, corporate ministry taker, that was pretty, like, heavy, like, for anybody. Oh, yeah, that was, I, I, <laughs> I was like, all right, that's a little satanic. <laughs> Maybe that's what made Yeah, it like, yeah, it was probably. Yeah, I was like, this man's doing <laughs> yeah, chants and prayers, heard, like, and I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> Yeah, they were speaking. I think that's the, what. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Cool. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that's when he was speaking the pig Latin. He was gonna do that thing to Austin with the big spike down his chest, whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and imagine having probably to woke that up back. one day. He was like, "Oh no." <laughs> I mean, imagine he's a Christian now. I think converted. So imagine if the if the guy wanted to be a dick, the minister, like playing all that stuff back, like, are you sure you repented for this yet? And all that. And there's still one more thing, whatever. When you try to crucify Stephanie McMahon and yep. everybody else. <laughs> and what, he, he tried to do something crazy in the big show, I think, right? Uh, during that time, like, I think he tried to stab him too or something, or? I don't know. All I know is he was, it was crazy. I remember he had uh, WrestleMania, WrestleMania, was it 15? He freaking hung boss man like as a, as a oh, sacrifice. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that right there. I yeah. was like, that, I was yeah, watching so, it, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, I was like, "What happened here?" And I think that's so. I think it feeds into the story of it was starting to get to him too much. So that's probably why he's like, "I'm gonna take a break from this because I'm like, yeah, this is becoming too crazy." Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, I know I'm a dead man, but I do still have a soul, like legit. <laughs> so man, let me yeah. try to stop that right now. <laughs> My mo, I'm steady fighting failure. Remember where I was at when Tower Seven fell? I don't think that was the danger to mankind, and now they face a hell in the cell. Going to see the Undertaker if it's a chance that he tell. 